if you've ever looked in the mirror and hated what you saw or maybe just wish it were a little better like other people's bodies maybe you wish you were as tall as other guys or as bearded as them you know how about wishing you were more slender or thick whatever category you fall in you might want to listen to the end i have something for you and it's definitely not the regular Hola, my name is Omar and this is a rest podcast. This podcast is about joining to the place of rest away from everything the enemy dares to stage against your peace. On this podcast, I share refreshing and living and spirit-inspired truth every Monday morning and Friday evening. You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest updates. The link is in the description. Once again, welcome. Today's episode is titled Insecurity for a Reason. I'll discuss how to live above the feelings of insecurities while tapping into God's available abundance for you. So you might already know what insecurity means, but I'm still going to define it regardless. So insecurity is a feeling of inadequacy, of not being good enough and uncertainty. It produces anxiety about your goals, your relationships, and your ability to handle situations. Permit me to say your ability to handle what God has called you to do. I believe everyone feels unsure at different points of their lives. Nobody can pretend to have it all figured out. One of the most prevalent signs of insecurity is self-doubt and anxiety. If you are insecure, you find that you doubt your abilities and you struggle to believe that you can ever do enough. Insecurity manifests in different ways. For some people, it makes them overly attached and dependent on others for validation. And for others, it makes them detached because they are afraid of being vulnerable and trusting people. In the next few minutes, I will be spilling truth, so follow me carefully so you don't miss any. First off, understand that there is abundance for you in Christ and God has a provision for all of your weaknesses. And if you never believe that you are enough, believe that he is enough. I'll be specifically addressing the issue of body insecurity, but you can draw from this to attend to any other form of insecurity that you face. Let me tell you a story. Growing up, I was a late bloomer. I remember resuming senior secondary school and it was like everyone was gifted with calls and contours during the holidays behind my back. Like, I felt so betrayed. Like, what was going on? Uh-uh. Why are all of you resuming school with bumps? I don't understand. <laughs> to make matters worse, my classmates did not just go easy or the name calling. They made silly, painful jokes about my body and it hurt me so much that my only defense mechanism became being extremely harsh with words and being insulting then came a consistent cycle of hate oh my god with each passing day i found new reasons to hate my body and everything around me made me angry my only confidence stemmed from my intellect fast forward to when i received the holy spirit and he started to pick up my insecurities because he wanted to deal with them i began to see how unfair i had been and the kind of judgment i entertained you know if you hear something long enough you will start to believe it right it took time but God brought me to the point where I realized that every single detail and everything about me was designed by him to serve a purpose. Right now, I have a heightened sense of security that is founded in Christ. This leads me to my next point. I have come to the realization that the right question to ask about confidence is not exactly how to be more confident but who or what to base your confidence on. Because if the foundation of your self-worth and security is unstable, you will be as unstable too. So what makes you feel secure? Is it a perfect body, enough money, excess money, all the knowledge in the world, wisdom, beauty, class, whatever? Or is it a realization that you are created for a purpose and you are significant? That his eyes are on the sparrow yet he watches you. That there are one billion people on the earth yet he sees you. That your creator is a grand weaver, spinning the threads of your life, taking what you call broken and shattered to form what he calls 
calls beautiful. You see, that's where the problem lies. Beloved, too often we are letting the standards of what we call good and beautiful be society, be trends, be material things that we definitely pass, be even gifts of the spirit and what looks like manifestation. Because sometimes the enemy can disguise and come as what you call righteous coveting to plant seeds of insecurity in your heart such that every single time God gives you an assignment, the first thing that comes to your mind is who else is better suited for that assignment? They're like, ah, please, I can't handle this. You can't pick somebody else that is serious in the fellowship or something like that. And it's because we judge based on the physical why God judges based on the heart. I read a quote by Ketchum Kuman and it says, God does not seek silver vessels or golden vessels. He just seeks yielded vessels. See, the enemy will keep you focused on the wrong things. It is best but against making sure that you don't arrive at the destination God has intended for you. He will keep you comparing, bitter, you know, wishing this and wishing that. Why God will have you doing what needs to be done with what he has given you. God has given you all that you need and it is more than enough. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know you want to slay on curves and flatter me as you do the work of the Lord. You know, height, muscles, and perfectly toned bodies as you scream hallelujah in church. You know, just speaking tongues with the right accent. You know, you know. But is that really what matters? Is it no longer about what you want for you, who you are becoming? Because if God looks at the heart and doesn't judge like natural men, and we are forging towards his intent for our life, should we not be focused on what he wants? Is it no longer about the desires of God being brought to fruition through our lives? We are called vessels for a reason. However he makes us, it is for a purpose. For me, the turning point concerning the insecurity of my body was when I realized that I was all stressing about something I could not control. Oh, yeah, tell me, did you choose to come in this body? Is God not intentional about the earth suits that he has put you in? So what is the tussle about? God will never place you on the face of the earth if he didn't think that you were perfect enough to carry out the assignments you're supposed to carry in this body and with what he has equipped you with. So you must learn to love yourself. If you think you have fat folds and you realize they are unhealthy, then work on them, alright? But don't enjoy yourself self-esteem and succumb to self-hate and condemnation just because you're trying to be like anybody else or you start to starve your way to ulcer and eating disorders. No. If there's any reason why you must work on yourself, it should be to take care of this temple that God has entrusted you with. Not to meet silly beauty standards. Beloved, I don't know what insecurity has made you do. How much harm it has inflicted on your soul. I don't know how unworthy and not good enough you think you are and you know what? None of us can ever be. Is that not why we have the Holy Spirit? He is the one who perfects the puzzle. He's the one who fills in our places of weaknesses with his strength. It is all him. And since he's called our helper, it means we really, really need help. And you know, there's no better way to see yourself than from the eyes of the one who sees all of you and still loves you. He can teach you how to love yourself because he does that without restraint. He does it effortlessly. Beloved God does not make mistakes. You are not a mistake. There's nothing about you that is a mistake. So let us pray. Father, thank you for this wonderful time of fellowship with your truth. I ask right now that you just open the eyes of your child's heart to see you and to see themselves the way you see them. That you illuminate their dark places and fill them with so much love right now. Envelop them with a sense of what that is as stable as only you can provide. Help this child of yours to fix their eyes on you and see that you know them, you see them, and are positive that they are right for the job you have called them to. Thank you, Abba Father. 
for in jesus name amen so don't forget to have an amazing weekend you know i will always say this but i mean it be intentional about having a lovely weekend and the next time you stand before a mirror i hope that the only thing you see is someone who has been fearfully and wonderfully made by god intricately woven by the hands of the creator himself i love you bye